0: Everyone. Hi,
1: everyone.
0: Happy post-Easter. It was a wonderful weekend. Here's our sharing for Tuesday from Exodus 3.
1: So it's this familiar story of God appearing to Moses from a burning bush in the middle of the desert. And I think one view that people have is, oh, it was such an unusual scene, and that's how God appeared to Moses. And of course, he turned around and looked. But actually, um, one fact about desert life is that bushes burning in the middle of the desert was actually a common scene because mm-hmm. they're flammable and it's very dry and hot. Mm-hmm. And so this wasn't actually an unusual scene. And yet there was something unusual about it. The bush is burning, and it says in verse 2, yet it was not consumed. It was both mundane yet unusual. One thing I learned about God through this picture was that God is a God who reveals himself through the mundane. Just thought how many times did Moses go through the this, this same desert and there's a burning bush and yet he didn't see it? And yet this day, somehow he's walking, he sees it and he pauses to turn and look. One question I had uh, when I was reflecting on this is, if God wants to reveal himself, how come he doesn't do it in some unusual or extraordinary way? Mm-hmm. Like, why does he use the mundane to He'll show himself?
0: All the wall of fire that will stop, stop him in his tracks. Yeah.
1: One that I had was um, just kind of what state Moses might have been in at this time of his life. Uh, he had actually been running away from his past where he tried to be... Um, somebody who defended God's honor and his people, and he failed miserably. And so he had actually been running away from God and his people. He's in the desert, just minding his own business. And maybe he wasn't even really looking for God anymore. He's just going on day by day. Yet something about this one day, there's some room in his heart um, to actually kind of turn and see. He's intrigued by this scene that he must have seen like many times in the past. But there's something about God wanting to reveal himself in the mundane, in the daily. And what he's looking for is room in our hearts. Uh, to not just go on with what we're absorbed with or what our daily life is about, but room in our hearts to actually turn and see. And there's this beautiful picture of God in verse 4. It says, When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, he called him out from the bush, Moses, Moses. And um, just see, God's just waiting for Moses to turn around and look, for there to be some room in his heart to listen. He's not out to like coerce Moses into seeing him and hearing him out. But he just waits for this moment when he turns around to see.
0: I guess one context in our daily lives where I thought there is something mundane through which God uh, is revealing himself in a, an ordinary or uh, supernatural way is like our, our DT is scripture. It's the Bible that we have available to us every day. Uh, it's, not, it's not all the time that we turn aside to see this ordinary but potentially supernatural uh, sight, you know, it's just scripture, it's just it's just sitting there on our desk. But if we actually are attentive or have the room in our heart for that particular morning and we open up our DT, then suddenly the Word becomes living and active. There's this aspect of God that He's, he's always speaking, but it's only those who are um, seeking after Him or who are particularly hungry or desperate or uh, open uh, that they're the ones who are able to hear God who's always speaking.
1: Maybe not even hungry and desperate and seeking, because it just seems like there was room in His heart mm-hmm. that day to hear something different like to hear from God Mm -hmm. and God grabs that moment to just speak his name and get his attention Mm -hmm. Um, after that verse 5 and 6 just saw two pictures of God in verse 5 you get a picture of God where he reveals himself as holy He is a holy God so he says no don't come here take your sandals off but then right after that in verse 6 he says I am the God of your father the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and so Yeah, it was just interesting to me. God reveals himself in these two ways. On one hand, he's holy. and There's a proper way in which Moses has to relate to him. And yet, on the other hand, he is this personal God of history. Um, It's actually been about 400 years since the time of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But God says their name. And you just get this picture of a God who remembers his time with intimacy and fondness. These fathers of faith who walked with him. And as he comes to Moses, he reveals himself as that um, God who has been so faithful to his lineage. Uh, He knows his forefathers. He's been this God who has covenants. With
0: them, and now he's revealing himself to Moses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems almost paradoxical. Uh, this exchange of God saying, uh, "Don't come near. I'm I'm, very, I'm holy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're standing on holy ground," and, and implication is you are not holy, so take off your sandals. Mm-hmm. But then I, I thought, okay, is God trying to shoo Moses away, or is he trying to? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know avoid moses no but he, he actually is wanting moses to draw near and so um what why this apparent contrast and I thought well one one is just god is who he is you know he in order to properly in order to properly relate to anyone we can only relate in truth and god by his very nature is holy and we are unholy so it's like telling him to not come too near it, it's kind of like uh giving him proper instruction of how they ought to relate because of god's very nature i don't know it made me think about um like an astronaut uh who wants who is trying to approach the sun like he he can only draw near if he has a certain uh, level of understanding and fear nature of the sun and so he has to wear protective gear Um, but then another thought was you know it's not paradoxical it's not contrary God saying come near one of the main ways God is holy is he's holy in his love and um, we see how faithful how loving God has been to uh, to Abraham to the people of Abraham to Moses and his people and so um, it it doesn't it's actually not contradictory these two revelations of himself that God gives but he's holy and he says I've been faithful to your people, and so we see God's holy love. In the second half of today's passage, we, we get this picture of God as uh, the one who sees, he hears, he knows the suffering of his people, um, he has compassion, um, and yet we know the punchline at the end, instead of God saying, I'm going to deliver them, he says, you, come, I will send you, Moses, to Pharaoh to deliver them. And just ask that question again, what, is, uh, what can we learn about God, what is he like? And um, just thought, this is God's common way of, of working throughout history. It's not God's like, quote unquote, wimping out, like not not doing the, the heavy lifting himself, but God um, just you know, through, through the prophets, through the disciples, ultimately, uh, just through the church. her preferred way of working in history is through um, send, commanding and sending people, those who would actually have the bandwidth to hear him, have the, the humility to obey. And So it's just a, an amazing picture here, it was such a monumental task, um, initiated by God's compassion, but he just, um, he's going to do it through Moses. Um, but then you also see through verse 12 he's not leaving it all up to moses um this crucial uh, this crucial promise is what's going to enable moses to uh, obey god is god's promise i will be with you
1: Um, when moses in verse 11 says who am i that should go to pharaoh um, he's not just you know being shy about it or being humble but um, probably in the back of his mind is his own failure of when he did try to actually be god's instrument to save his people 40 years ago and it ended in murder and him getting chased out of Egypt and that failure was probably in the back of his mind as he thinks of This command God's giving him to go. One picture I got of God is it's not a mistake You know, God's not saying oh, yeah, that was you. Sorry, but he knows that's who Moses was and um, It seems like he came to Moses at the right time. when now Moses is ready. Um, It wasn't when Moses was so confident of himself Um, of his calling to be the people's deliverer that god used him but it's actually 40 years later when um, his own failure have caused him to come to the desert become meek you know he's probably learned to just be surrendered he's a shepherd in a desert land and um, he's learned to tend to the sheep to be faithful he's learned to become meek uh, where bear through um, just these the different rough climates of the desert and um, god finds him ready at this point in his life to now go back and so yeah just. Daughter, it really speaks to a lot of us a lot of times we think um, we need to be strong and competent and wise to be used by God mm-hmm. and when we experience failure we think God can't use me anymore
0: like our failures disqualify us mm-hmm. but we see in Moses's life his failures uh, in a way qualified him mm-hmm. uh, it gave him the chance to realize that he doesn't have it in himself mm-hmm. and so through this command and God's promise that he's going to be with Moses uh, we see a, someone who's actually able to go forward with that kind of um, he's got he's, that meekness that's going to rely on God.
1: Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we know that God does actually come Himself in the form of Jesus, and that's what we celebrated, remembered this past weekend through Jesus. Uh, just this picture of God who sees the affliction of people He knows suffering, and He is not silent, and He is not um, not responding. Mm-hmm. But He actually responds, and just thankful that God is this kind of God who is full of compassion and action. Mm-hmm. And just ready just wanting to save
0: Yeah, just made me think about the very same words God uh, Jesus would give the promise I will be with you is at the end of his time on mm-hmm. earth yeah God would come uh, he would deliver his people deliver all of us from sin and the bondage of, of death mm-hmm. um, but then again he, he hands it off to a person he hands it off to a people the church yeah
1: and the um, sign that we have is no longer just you will serve God on this mountain but the sign we have is the cross mm-hmm. where God shows us his victory and now knowing that we have that victory he sends us out amen let's be people sent out by God to bring the message of God's salvation to people.
0: Amen. Have a good Tuesday. Bye. Bye.